there is no perfect because uh, sometimes when I, when I have a client who has a um, perfectionist issue uh, and because sometimes people, if they're perfectionists, they often then procrastinate because they can't do it perfectly. So they don't even want to start trying. You're listening to Entrepreneur Journeys, where I share insights and strategies based on owning and managing businesses while traveling and living on three continents. I also interview business owners about their journey, what they learned along the way, and how that can help you with your business growth. For more resources to accelerate your entrepreneur journey, head over to gapologist.com, where I share resources, events, community, and more. I'm your host, Joe Matz. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining us today. And I have with us Claudia Ricard. She is a certified consulting hypnotist, and she has a lot of diplomas and certificates, and she's just a very smart woman with a lot of knowledge. And Claudia, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Well, it is a pleasure to have you here. I'm glad we figured out our schedules to to get together. Absolutely. And where do you hail from today? So, well, I'm actually uh, living in North Carolina. You can hear that I'm English, um, but I moved here about four years ago. So, and I'm loving it. Okay, great. Yeah, well, we we love the United States. So what brought you to the U.S.? Well, I used to um, live in America when I was a little girl. I did my first grade, second grade, third grade in Virginia Beach. My dad was in the Air Force and he worked for NATO. And I absolutely, I just loved America. All right. It was, I just played, played, played. I could have got a degree in playing, fat masters. And uh, it's my happy place. And I always said I would come back to America and live here. So, yes, I'm here for an adventure. I'm here to live my best life. And um, and I'm, I am, I'm loving it. So let's talk about your journey, because that that is a journey across the pond. And were you doing the same thing or something similar before you came to the U.S.? Yes, yes. So I did all my training. Um, well, some of it. I mean, saying that I've done so much more training here as well, learned so much more. But I did did do my training in England. So I started my hypnosis training in 2011. And uh, I just absolutely fell in love with it. Uh, can't get enough of it. Uh, read so many books and that I've just, yeah. And I was very lucky, Joe. I was already a an aromatherapist. Um, so I always had that kind of basis and I had clients straight away to practice on. Okay. Well, and was there any indication when you were younger that this was the path that you were going to travel down? Do you know what? You're right, actually. Funnily enough, yes, I get a lot of my because I'm still in touch with a lot of my old school friends from who have known me since I was ten years old, and so many of them said you were just doing what you were always meant to do. You were always the one that people went to um, when they were upset. Uh, you gave guidance. You were the one who had to tell because I was at boarding school. I went to boarding school when I was nine. When we went went back um, to England from America, mm. I was the one that say would tell anybody if they if they smelt <laughs> I was the one because I could say it in a nice way mm. um so yeah I looked after people when they were sick uh or crying or or whatever um don't get me wrong I was also a little bit mean here and there uh, <laughs> because 
girl, you know, girls are. But were, yeah. were you mean or were you just um, just correct and just firm and honest in what you said? No, I was. If, if one of my friends is watching in this, she would probably say no. I was. I was probably quite mean at times. <laughs> I remember putting toothpaste in her slippers, and well, doing. That's apple- not. Yeah, that's not very nice. No, no, no. And doing apple pie beds and putting um, tooth. Um, sorry, soap on people's toothbrushes and things, because that's what we did. <laughs> that's what you do in the boarding schools. I've heard stories of like that. Well, that that's pretty I, funny. I mean, so awful but I had similar done to me you know we took it in rounds and it's like you you build resilience that is actually how you build resilience (laughs) (laughs) so all the fighting I did with my brothers and sisters when I was young that that built resistance also yeah resilience it's a good thing you know we've got to get our um, hard skin because life is hard you know and if you're gonna you know cry and flake at everything you you well, you've got to learn it somewhere. And it's like, you have to learn that that's okay. I preferred it if it hadn't happened, but it did. And it's not the end of the world. If it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So, so then you came to America four years ago. Did you begin your practice right away? So I did. However, I did have to wait because I had a, um, I had to get my license, my work permit. Hmm. So it was, I had to wait. And I hated that waiting uh, because I, 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 I think I get my energy from helping people and having to wait for six months was horrendous. And I, and I got my uh, work permit. So I started business um, straight away and uh, it was, and I started networking. So it was, uh, I didn't even know that was a thing actually. Um, However, I started networking and uh, you were one of the first people I met. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And then COVID happened. Mm, mm. Yes. Yeah. But fortunately, I'd met enough people um, to start to start my business. And then it's all referral for me. Yeah. So you started with the referrals and you said networking was new to you. I know. Isn't that crazy? So it was uh, in England. Uh, I I actually um, have been in business uh, since I was 22. Have my been an entrepreneur since I was 22, and I, I was always lucky. I always had you know saw people for massage and other various things that I did. Uh, I I I didn't do networking in England. I didn't even know it was a thing until I came here to America. Interesting. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I met you, you seemed like a natural uh, at doing networking. I guess that was in the very beginning. It was, yes. And I guess, I, I'm, well, I'm a people person. And with massage, when you think about it, I, I have to make people feel comfortable straight away. They're going to show me their body. I'm going to touch their body. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So sure that- <laughs> meeting people otherwise is, is no big deal for me. <laughs> right. With their clothes on. (laughs) Well, that makes sense. Yeah. So when you came here and it's four years ago, um, what do you know now that you wish you knew back then? Oh, my goodness. What do I wish I'd known now uh, that from four years ago? What do you wish you knew four years ago that you know now? Okay. I wish I had just known more people. 
Um, and you wish, I tell you what, I really wish I'd known to, to go to conferences, hypnosis conferences. I only went to my first one really last year. Again, I didn't really know it was a thing. Uh, because when I go to the conferences, hypnosis conferences, those are my people. That's my tribe. You know, everybody does everything that I do. And the knowledge that is shared is immense. So I've just come back from one recently and it's so powerful. So, yeah, and it really inspires me. And it's just like, oh, this is this is just what I'm so meant to do. There's so much energy when you get around people who are doing things that you're doing, who are doing things similar to what you're doing. And they're going to the conference because they want to grow and they want to learn or they want to teach because there are teachers and there are learners at the conference, right? And I think it is just amazing. And the energy, it just raises everyone's energy when you're all there together and you're sharing experiences. I think that's so important. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, one of the projects I've got going on, Claudia, is to create a group of entrepreneurs off of Facebook, off of LinkedIn, get where we can have our own kind of forum to collaborate together, to work together, to, to share experiences, to motivate people and to ask questions. Because yeah, that, it is so, so important to, to mm -hmm. get together with people who are positive, who are uplifting, who can answer a quick question here and there. And make you think outside the box. Yes. You know, because um, that's what I do a lot of the time. Ask the right question. And yeah. people go, oh, or reframe something. And it's like, oh, yes, I hadn't thought of that. It, it right. is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember my coaching course I took in 2011. So about the same time you were taking your courses in the beginning. And one of the main focuses was asking the right questions and reframing. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it's a word. Sometimes it's, it's shining the light on a shadow that the person never knew was a shadow. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Absolutely. And I even bought a book, a hundred page book that said quest. It was basically questions, how to questions to ask. Cause I don't have all the questions. I certainly don't have all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'm, I know I'm a work in progress. <laughs> yes. I think we all are. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I remember telling my stepmom at one point I had done something wrong with the dishes. And I said, I, I guess I'm a long, long-term project. <laughs> That's a great answer. You know? Oh, it's come back to bite me though. Oh, okay. Oh dear. <laughs> when you meet with people, how do you put them at ease? Oh gosh. Okay. I well I have a smile on my face. I I I re, I you know I shake their hand and I, I I know a lot of people do say this. I just um I'm I think I'm fortunate. I I have a good aura, good energy, and people always say that I just make them feel so welcome. Um, they come into my, I have an office in my house, so we walk through. You know, I always ask, did you find me okay? Um. And uh, I used to, and this is really sad, actually, I used to have my little black dog that would greet people as well. But she um, she went over to the Rainbow Bridge mm. um, in December. And uh, and but everybody, again, because 
most people are animal lovers. I mean, I did always used to ask actually um, if they like dogs, um, because if they didn't, then I would, um, you know, um, have it elsewhere. However, it, it would be like they would, you know, pet the dog and love, love on her. And then we'd talk about dogs and have you got any and da, 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 da. And so that was always helpful. I I don't have that anymore. Mm. <laughs> so, so it's just me. <laughs> um, and uh, and we've got two cats, but they sort of like, you know. Uh, yeah, they, they do there. their own thing, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they're there. Funny enough, sometimes they're there. And that helps as well. So because they might be at the door waiting to come in. Um, so so it's it's whatever it is so yeah they just get me now <laughs> but I still obviously manage to do it <laughs> right right well the dogs will help um I'm a dog lover my wife mm. is a dog lover we've got two dogs at home and I couldn't imagine coming home without them yeah I know I know it was it is it's really really hard because it's the unconditional love isn't it yeah and that is what is so important and that's what I'm all about you know trying to um, get people to understand especially with children unconditional love it's so important to to relay that to your child yes yes no matter what's going on yeah 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 so true well you know I'm just wondering you meet with so many people from so many different backgrounds and with so many uh, can I say experiences or situations issues yeah yeah, I mean, it's, it's vast. It's Crazy. vast. Yeah. 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 There's so, so many. Yeah. Do you have a set process that you bring people through that you've learned to do over the years? Yes. So I, um, in my first session, I mean, I always listen to them a little bit. And, and actually, my first session is never my first session. My first session um, is generally sort of either my second or my third because. I've already seen them. I've already spoken to them through email. We've mm. started the building the rapport. Yes, I can help you. Uh, then we have, uh, and I always then like to chat to my client first by telephone or Zoom. And uh, we have an initial conversation that way. That is the second session, if you like, okay. building rapport. So by the time I see them, so you asked again, how do I welcome my clients? But this, they're almost their third session. So, so they're they, already... They're already familiar with you. There are there's already a relationship, and obviously they like you, or they would not have come. That's right. And yeah. they and they already believe that you have the experience and the knowledge that you can help them. That's right. So we've already built that rapport. Rapport yeah. in my industry is paramount. You have to have it. Do you get training on how to build rapport? There is, there is training. Uh, fortunately for me, again, it comes naturally. I I had to have rapport if I'm massaging somebody's body. Yeah. So, and of course, at boarding school, it, I think from then, I've I've always been a people person. So I've just, uh, you know, I was always, um, I was actually one of the kids that got on with everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, I was I was one of the popular kids, but I was also spent a lot of time with the people that were loners. So I was an everybody person. So it, it for me, I'm I'm very lucky. It must be something within me that I'm, you know, and, and I'm grateful for it. You know, yeah, I it, really am. It um, just is, um, go ahead. So, yes, yeah, sorry. I was going to go back to the, for your first question, because I jump all over the place, um, is that um, to my foot, what, what do I have a process? I will then, um, after we've had that first initial chat, I then draw diagrams for my clients. 
um, to explain to them what is going on inside their brain. Hmm. And that really helps. They get the aha moments. Okay. And then I give them techniques and strategies. I like to do that in every session. Every client's different, obviously, and I will, you know, in, tailor it. However, it, I do have a system and it, and it is uh, about uh, giving people all that emotional intelligence, first of all. Yeah, yeah, sure. And what would you recommend to someone who is thinking of going into a field like where you are? What, what would you recommend to them if they're just making the first steps or just thinking about it even? Practice, practice, practice. As soon as you learn something new, practice it. Because that is the only thing that will give you the confidence. Practice, practice. We can read it. We can do that. But you have to practice on people, your family, your um, friends, practice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I also remember that in my coaching school. I had to do 120 hours of coaching during that course. And there was someone over my shoulder. Sometimes, not all the time, but I had someone, my mentor in, in the course was also a teacher in the course and, and they were over my shoulder sometimes looking at what I was doing and helping me adjust a little bit, a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So important. And practice, would you say practice makes perfect? I, uh, I don't like the word perfect. I hesitated in saying that because I don't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, so it, it makes um, confidence and builds your self-esteem. There is no perfect because uh, sometimes when I, when I have a client who has a um, perfectionist issue uh, and because sometimes people, if they're perfectionists, they often then procrastinate because they can't do it perfectly so they don't even want to start trying now so sometimes in my session I will and invariably sometimes I make a mistake um and so but sometimes I will do one on purpose and but they'll never know if I did it on if I make a natural mistake because I then pull it out of the bag and I say did did you notice that I made a mistake just then you know like I may forget something uh I, I can't grab a word or I can't, or I may give them the wrong husband, you know, <laughs> a different name, um, something like that. And I said, did you notice I made a mistake? And they go, they go, not really. And I go, well, did, did it matter? And they went, mm. they go, no. I see, you see, there is no perfect. It right. doesn't matter. Now, same for you. It doesn't matter if you make a mistake. Nobody, no, nobody really cares. Nobody really cares. That's no, right. Nobody yeah. cares. Would you like to get in front of more of your ideal clients and at the same time, build your brand and create evergreen content? Well, you can do that with podcast guesting. This very moment, you're listening to a podcast that may have been published today or three weeks ago or three years ago. In a very real sense, you're engaging with the speakers, hopefully enjoying yourself and learning something new at the same time. And you're getting to know the guests and how they help their clients, their customers, and the problems that they solve. You may even be their ideal client and want to learn more about them and download one of their free resources you can find in the show notes or maybe even become a client of theirs. See, when you're a guest on a podcast, you will enjoy that same kind of engagement. It is perhaps the easiest, most cost-effective way to get in front of new audiences. 
Learn how you can be a guest on the right podcast and engage with your ideal clients with the free resources available at gapologist.com. I had stopped going for perfect because I've been accused of being a perfectionist. And I realized I needed to work on that because so many things I was doing, I, I never brought them to the 100% ready for public, ready for the public, because it was always 98%, but I had something else to make perfect. And then I had to adjust this and make it perfect. And then something else had, you know, it. so I, I stopped trying to do that. I figured, you know what, I'm on a journey and I am going to be imperfect. I'm not striving perfect for perfection anymore. I used to tell myself, I'm not striving for perfection. I'm striving for excellence. And the yeah. only the only way to do that is to keep going on the journey. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Hmm? Make it imperfect. Do it imperfectly because that's how you get out there and that's how you make things better. Absolutely. You know, I, I remember the story of, of sending a rocket to the moon. And this was before before a lot of the technology we have now. And they pointed at the moon and sent the rocket up there. And then they adjusted the course along the way. If they hadn't adjusted the course along the way, we never would have hit the moon. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. It was, it was very crude in today's terms. Now, they had all the... All the formulas, uh, filling up chalkboards with the formulas like you've seen in some movies or if you watch um, the Big Bang Theory, <laughs> they've got those formulas I can't understand. And But it wasn't perfect. It was close. And they finally said, this is close enough. We're going to shoot this thing, get it out of the earth, t- heading towards the moon. And when we notice we're off course, we'll just adjust a little bit. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I think it's always okay to readjust and, and, and do that in life. Absolutely. It's yeah. something, yeah. Uh, there, there is something that I do with, with my clients. Sometimes I take them down a little path of this one, first of all, then we go back and then we go down another path and see what that one's like. And then we go back to the, the beginning and then they get to make a choice and they tell me which path they want to go down, but I get them to really have a flavor of what it's like if they continue with a certain behavior, say smoking or something or uh, um, something else that they do and and then come back and then being smoke free, see what that's like. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm not very nice when I take them down that, the horrible path, you know, the path of still smoking and I'm going, <gasps> and he's trying to breathe. And it's like, and, and I even see, <laughs> but I do tell them that before I'm going to do it. <laughs> don't, you know, in, um, but in hypnosis and it's very effective, very effective. Yeah, there there is a a powerful force in the accumulation of repeated actions. Mm. Mm. When you talk about smoking, or you know, there, there's a story I remember. A fellow ate a cake. He ate an entire cake one day, and he said, "Look, I'm not gaining weight. I feel good. My pants still fit." And and the next day, he ate a cake, and he's saying, "Hey, this is not a problem for me." Well, he ate a cake every day started to be a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it had to go buy new pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's true. It's the compound effect. Yeah. And, and it works the other way as well, because it's same with the exercise. 
you do that every day or you just or you or you do a video every day for for you for business people like yourself it's uh, you know and I do I do a video I've got a Facebook group becoming a happier you I, when I first started you know I might have been a little bit edgy here and there I can just 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 do it now it's just just like, do it just turn on yeah. the camera and and do it yeah same way so this is a good lesson for folks who are listening here if you want to get out there more just get out there it doesn't have to be perfect no no because there is no perfect right you know and, and everybody's got your back and it just doesn't and so what anyway it's none of it's none of your business what other people think about you right Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And get out there and be yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Authentic and genuine mm -hmm. and be you. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And not everyone's going to like that. You're, uh, you're quite right, because some people will think, oh, look at her. Da, 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 da. And you know what? Again, so what? So what? That's right. So what? Yeah. Most, most people, I would think, are in the neutral zone. So you have the people who who dislike they, or they don't identify with you. And, and, you know, and then you have the people who, eh, you know, it's here, there, somewhere in between. And then you have the people who say, I love that. The Claudia, Claudia is so unique. She's so, so much an individual. She is herself. I love what she's doing. Yeah. Those are the people you want to talk with. And they are the people I talk with. And I just don't give the other people permission to change the way I feel. I just right. don't. It's, it's, it's their stuff it says more about them than it does about me. So true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But we're, we're all going to attract. And one fellow told me about magnets. If you put the two, two poles together that are the same, the magnets will repel each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you flip one over, they'll attract each other. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to attract people, you're also going to repel people. And exactly. you have to be, you got to be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the resilience comes back in from boarding school. Mm. So I'm okay. I, I can't imagine. So your boarding school was, was a female boarding school. Yes. All young girls. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, I, and I just come, come from America and I was like thinking, well, where are the boys? And I kind of like made some of the girls with short hair. I kind of put them. You must be a boy. You must be. I'm not, I was like, oh, you're um, getting know, into dangerous, I'm, I'm, dangerous territory there. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Like but I just kind of yes, I am. Oh, let's stop that one. <laughs> All right, we need a COS. Do you know what a, a COS is? Change uh, of subject. Yes. Yes. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay back then. I was allowed to say things like that. Yes, that's true. It was. The, well, the I world had short changed. hair as well. I had short hair. So yeah. It was, okay. It was, and I, I had long needed, hair. Yeah. I, I had oh, long there you hair. go. I just needed boys there. It just kind of like, it was just weird without, you know, having, you know, so. But anyway, yes, just, well, just change subject. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's, let's move on. Okay. We're coming to the lightning round, Claudia. Okay. Are you ready for the lightning round? Yes. Okay. How has your entrepreneurial journey transformed you? Uh, okay. More confidence, um, self-esteem, belief in myself. Uh, I have had my business, um, restarted my business a few times, and I've just believed in myself and done it. So belief, belief in myself. Fantastic. What most surprised you about being a business owner? Okay, again, going back to the networking thing, you know, 
it's uh, I I did not know that was a thing, and I love it. I love it here in America. Everybody is so welcoming. Yes. Oh my goodness, it's just I just love it. I, do, I really do. So there, there. So let's let's take a break from the lightning round. Someone who is new to networking, mm-hmm. like you were just a short time ago. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend to them? Do it. Just go, go, just go, do. and and the person who smiles at you. <laughs> Speak to them and let them know that you would that you may be new. This is your first time, and uh, and that th- and then they will wel- welcome you and introduce you to other people. Okay. Take business cards. Yeah. So, as a recovering introvert, what would I say to someone? How do I start a conversation if I don't know how to start a conversation? I don't know what to say. Then ask other people questions. If you're not, if, if, if you're shy, ask, have, have a little repertoire in your head of, of asking questions of other people. You have to go. All right. If you're going to have a business, you need to go. I personally believe you do. All right. It's not for everybody. However, if you want to get people to know, like, and trust you, go. So, so the, there is always the people who, who run the, um, uh, the, the, the show like, um, Holly, um, Holly Springs, um, small business networking. So you've got, um, Christine and Diane, so they're, they're running it. So you'd go up and say hello to them. Okay. Because oh, they're, they're welcoming people in, go and say, hello, I'm new. I'm a little bit, ner- you know, a little bit nervous or shy. And then they will introduce you to somebody who they know is kind. And then they would ask me, they would ask, you know, or, you know, always ask them what, you know, what do you do? Can I have your business card? Conversation starts, but have a little repertoire of asking other people questions because people love to talk about themselves. Yeah. One of the things I found in these networking groups, because I am basically a shy person, but people are there to talk. Mm. Unlike many other places where I meet people and they see people, they're doing their things, they're on their way, they're here, going here, going there. But people go to the networking meetings to talk with other people. And I, I did come up with some questions. So that's that's very good. I love that. I, I would find something in common. Now, what do we have in common? We're in a bar or we're in a restaurant or we're in a, a social place. And I might mention something about that. If there's food, I would ask about that. If, if it was a nice day, I'd say beautiful day, isn't it? Or terrible day. What, how'd you like the rain today or whatever? You know, something in common, something very simple to start the conversation. Yeah. And for me, of course, it was really easy. I'm from England. It's like people go, oh, I've been to England. Or, you know, I would say, have you ever been to England? Or again, it's, you know, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was very easy for me. But travel, you, you're, a, you're a massive traveler. Yeah. I think yeah, that's travel what we spoke about. Yeah. What was the um, the formula? Was form, family, occupation, recreation, and money? Yeah. To talk about that. That's one way. Of... Mm-hmm. So, okay, back to the lightning round. What unexpected challenge have you had to overcome? Oh, uh, I had uh, a little bit of a problem when I first got here. Uh, I did not know because I'm um, a hypnotherapist. I'm a certified. Um, a clinical hypnotherapist. That's the label. I mean, it's it, it, that I that I that I had in England, and it's I've actually been certified here in America with it. But in California, I'm in the state of North Carolina. I did not know <laughs> that there were different different licenses for different states. So I, um, because I'm, you know, I got noticed because I see a lot of um, clients. The psychology board got in touch with me. 
and uh yeah I got a I had to sign an affidavit and you know and I've had to change all of my wording on um my uh, brochures and uh, website um and because it's all word semantics so mm. so I actually um again I have to be careful here you know so I see people uh living with significant emotional events with um situational stress I can't necessarily say that I but I can help I can say I help people with anxious feelings um but you um, can't say a word that I can say which is anxiety thank you I can help people (laughs) who are down and um you know because a lot of people self-diagnose so I see normal people living with normal everyday issues okay okay so yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, the U.S. is we've, we've got these individual states. Yeah, right? that, that that was my that was a very steep learning curve. Do you know all it did? All it did was made me do my masters in NLP and uh, learn more. Mm. And me and I met people who were helping me, and it branched me out into this all this other other stuff. I then started going to conferences, then met lots of other people. Now I'm a speaker at conferences, and actually they did me a favor. Yes. Oh, that is a great example of, of taking a challenge and turning it into an advantage. Mm. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Excellent. What book has made a big impact on you and you'd like to recommend? Uh, okay. The very first one, because I mean, hey, there's so many. Um, however, the very first one was uh, that I read in my mid-20s was uh, Susan Jeffers. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm. And I literally do. Yes. <laughs> I have Very so good. many examples of feeling the fear and doing it anyway. I think that uh, title almost explains the whole book. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it is, it is, it is, it is literally me. And I took yeah. that, I took that on um, because uh, it gave me a choice. I remember I left my first, um, well, I didn't leave him, but it was anyway, but I just, I had no money, but it was like, the choice was I didn't need to be in this awful relationship feel the fear and do it anyway. Okay. Um, then it was like, again, set, setting up another business, feel the fear and do it anyway. It was, uh, m- just taking uh, when, when I jumped out the airplane, feel the fear and do it anyway. In fact, I didn't even feel the fear. Um, it was just doing certain, um, the, the talks for, for various people, just feel the fear and do it anyway. Just do it, do it. That's what I say. Do it. Just do it. Okay. Do it. And- what advice would you give to an inspiring young person who wants to go into your same industry? Really research who you want to train with. Okay. Because there are, there are some um, people that would take an awful lot of money from you and it's not very good training. Mm. So really research, ask, ask other, other hypnotherapists, other hypnotists, their, um, you know, their journey. And then uh, I would, uh, and then again, it's practice. Make sure you have people around you. Read, read, read. You know, there's there's so much stuff out there and go to conferences. Mm. Learn Mm. and read and practice. Yeah. Mm. Great. And Claudia, what would you like to leave our our guests with today or our our listeners with today? I would, uh, well, first of all, feel the fear and do it anyway. Believe in yourself. when uh, when you look at yourself, look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, what do you want? And when I ask this of my clients, what do you want in life? 
they always tell me what they don't want. Mm. So what do you want? Okay. When we want something, when we want, when we want to go somewhere in our GPS, we put what, where we want to go. We don't put where we don't want to go. So ask yourself, everybody, what do you want? Joy, peace. How do you want to feel? Okay. Calm. You want happiness. You want success. That's what you want. Put that out Hmm. to the ether. Put that out. God will listen. Universe will listen. Whichever your denomination, that will, that's what will hear you. If you keep saying what you don't want, that is what will hear you. You know, you don't want to be, feel depressed. You don't want to feel sad. They will hear depressed, sad. That's what you'll get. You put out that you want a good relationship. You want success. You want happiness. That's what will come your way. Super. Very good. And do you have any, any free gifts or, or how can someone learn more about you if they want to learn more about you and what you do? Okay, I do have a free gift. It's my free e-guide with um, three relaxation recordings on it. It's on my website. Um, you will find it on a straight straight on there. It says free relief kit. Um, you can download that. Uh, so yes, and my, my website, there's loads of information on there about okay, all, what all is the different website? modalities. So it's Claudia Ricard hypnosis.com. Okay. And we'll have that information in the show notes for everyone. Very good. Claudia, I have enjoyed this conversation tremendously. Thank you for being a guest on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Journeys. Remember to subscribe so you catch all the episodes and check out the show notes for any free giveaways or gifts that were mentioned during this show. Entrepreneur Journeys is brought to you by Apexable, providing the insights, tools, and transformative structures to help you reach your business summit. I'm your show host, Joe Matz, and until next time, I hope your journey is filled with breathtaking views and successful outcomes.